Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are bike with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am not alone. I have Erica with me. Erica, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, as always, on this hump day. Uh, just ready for t- tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing, man. Same thing. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the same thing. My mom's birthday is this weekend. And oh, happy birthday to her. Thank you. It, it has been driving me and my cousin crazy planning this thing. But, you know, this weekend it's all going to come together and I'll get my life back. <laughs> but how are y'all doing out there? Y'all doing all right? Are you feeling okay? Have you been promoting positivity? If you missed last week's episode, you really need to listen. Me and Erica had a great conversation. Um, I'm very thankful for Erica. She brings a lot of fresh new balance to the show. That age gap between us leads to some great conversations. And I love her perspective and her point of view. And I'm thankful that I got my life together so I could have her on the show on a consistent basis. And she's going to share her thoughts on something that just came out recently um, and didn't even know it. You know, we shifting, we pivoting today. We pivoting. So we're going to get into a couple of things in this episode, y'all. Look, man, we 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 not we don't even have room for fluff today. Uh oh. <clears throat> Erica, did you hear what Ebony K. Williams said on the People's Internet today? No. Great. I All right, we have a clip, <laughs> hot, hot, and fresh off the Instagram streets from Ebony K. Williams. Um, I think she's cool as a personality. Personality, me, me, um, personally. Um, I'm going to give my two cents after Erica says what she says, but I can't, I really want to hear, uh, uh, and I don't want to harp on this Erica and I'm sorry. And I'll stop talking <laughs> about this, but could you remind people of how old you are? I'm 23, 23 mm-hmm. year old, young, beautiful black woman, right? A lot of conversations about black women, black men, relationships, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And perspective is important. And the age you're at is important as well because our experiences are different. What she's seeing at her 23, I don't know what I You said 23, right? I'm getting old. See, mm-hmm. look at that. <laughs> Memory lapse, right? I'm 38. I'll be 39 in December. The world was a different place when I was 23, right? And so when I hear people come out and make certain statements about relationships, I always wonder what younger people are thinking because y'all are going through and viewing things very differently than the way someone like me did. So I'm going to play what she said and y'all feel free to chime in. This, 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 this is, this is funny to me, but it's not funny, but it's, it's, it's some real talk. Oh Lord, I done lost it. Okay. I'm old, yo. Okay, here we go. The reality that needs to be said out loud is that as black men age, their desirability increases Thus, their optionality of women is always expanding. 
And the exact opposite is true for black women. Mm -hmm. As we age, doesn't matter how much money we accumulate, our degrees or professional accolades, the reality is, is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year. No matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. And speaking of fertility, that is another reason that I want younger black women to seek marriage and partnership in college or right after if that's what they choose. Because the number of college-educated black men is so low when compared to black college-educated women that we're all going to be targeting the same small pool of men. And as we heard today, on most campuses, there's like seven black women students for every one black man student. Y'all do the math. So here's my advice. If you are a young black woman in college and you know in your heart and in your head that you want to prioritize family, I suggest that you simultaneously pursue that MRS degree right along with that BA or JD. Because the handful of black college age men that actually do desire to get married soon and they do share that value system and family is a priority for them too. Y'all, that is an incredibly small pool and it's shrinking as you get older. And by the time you reach my age, 40, you will be faced with different choices relating to life partnership and motherhood. Now, I'm not saying that delaying marriage or motherhood is a bad option, but it's one that comes with its own consequences. And our women deserve to know on the front end of their decision making instead of on the back half. I'm gonna let you process that. Damn, yeah, I ain't never seen you make that face. <laughs> I'm gonna let you process it. Ew, I, I, it's just ill, ill. What? Why are you saying ill? I'm, I'm saying I feel ill for a couple reasons too. But yeah, it's very ill to me hearing that being one young, being a woman, yes, being a black woman, of course, yes, it's very ill because why is that my why is that my responsibility that i'm educated i went to college and the like what most number one demographic of college educated is black women why is that my fault that the population of black men on college campuses are low step up it's you not, know it's not your fault it's not my fault it's not my responsibility you know, step up to the plate, apply if you want to apply, don't apply if you don't want to. But I feel like putting that as putting a problem at hand or it's not even a problem. It seems like a made up problem to be exact on the basically on the responsibility of young black women. I feel like that's kind of like, ill. why would you do that? Kind of gives a little pick me. You know, you know how like older women in the community, they get real pick me vibes. Also, Ooh, you're taking older women. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like the old, some older generations, like, like by the time that it's like around like the six, like I want to say 60s. Yeah. And it's like it's because of generational different generational experiences and things like that. And you know, as we get older and as the years go by, we get a little bit more progressive, more progressive and things like that. So it's like they have a very like traditional mindset. And that's all that you kind of hear when she talks in a way. So I'm always like, ill because I I don't like anything traditional, really. 
So hearing her talk about like, if you're going to school to get that BA, that JD, get that MRS, who said I wanted to be that? <laughs> but also the idea that, I guess the idea that it's your fault for basically trying to put yourself ahead in life and trying to get an education and now your value is low because you put your career first and your career driven. I feel like that's a terrible way to look at it because why are you, why am I viewing myself as like a property or as a thing, you know, to like market and sell myself to be like, oh, pick me, please wife me up, please. I'm the one that you want. Because I feel like you're also setting people up to be in relationships where they're overpouring in a sense, because you want to meet someone who's your equal. Yes. You want to meet someone who's going to put in the same amount of work with you. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's my fault if I'm single at the end of the day. I mean, not like single at the end of the day, but like, I just don't like the idea that Black women are very educated in college and the percentage of Black men is terrible. As they get older, they have all these options. Who's to say that Black women don't have options? Who's to say Black women want to be married? Who's to say they want to focus on their career? You know, and telling people you need to focus on marriage while you're in school, I feel like that's terrible at the same time because you don't even know who you are and then you're gonna tie yourself to someone right off the bat. Like, I'm, I was 18 taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans and didn't even know what I actually wanted to pursue. Who's to say I wanted to marry someone right out of being like a spring chicken adult baby. And now that's just who I am. Uh, my The title of being a missus is more important than anything else basically. And I feel like that just kind of, I feel like that kind of like makes you feel smaller as a person because you don't have an identity outside of that. You're just a wife. You don't have a career, anything. The most, you're trying to tell a young girl is that the most important thing for you is to become a wife at the end of the day, to not have goals, aspirations, dreams, careers, nothing, to not be independent because I feel like that's very, that's a very important thing to have, especially as a young Black woman, is to be independent and not to depend on someone. Yes, in the regards of a relationship, you can depend on each other, but always make sure that you know how to stand on your own two feet before you bind yourself to another person, you know, because granted, yes, you could be married, but they could be gone the next day. And so it's like you want to make God. sure- I'm just, we're I'll just going to be realistic. I'll be down. <laughs> Not the next day. I'll, I'll be down. Like, they could be gone the next That's day. That's true, though. Okay, and it's true. like, you're focused on, you were so focused on becoming a missus, becoming a missus. Who are you? With, like, nothing. It's just, I, you, I disagree with that. <laughs> you and I heard two very different things. Yeah, I I completely disagree with that. <laughs> well, I number one, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, because he has been he's been saying that for the longest. What he said and the way he said it. The part that I, I honed in on was she was like, 
if you want that. So if you're the type of person that knows, I want a family, I want a husband, like you know like that's something you really, really want to do it then. Um, one, what she didn't say is that's what a lot of people in other cultures do and it's working for them. Um, but she said do both, which with the right partner, you can do both. Like you can still get all the education and degrees and the careers you want with the right partner because they're y'all helping each other. You're balancing each other out. They're just along for the journey with you and you're along for the journey with them. But y'all are together, y'all united, y'all can do this family thing. You know, when you get in this working on this other degree, I can handle these responsibilities. When you're done, all right, my turn. Um it's it's very interesting that I just found it interesting that when Kevin Samuels was saying this, I guess it was just the the way people felt about him. They hated it. They like it wasn't even given consideration, yada yada yada. But now you're starting to have, and this is the crazy thing. You're starting to have a lot more women say the same thing. And the harsh reality is one thing you talked about is saying black men step up. The challenges that women face are different than the challenges that men face. Um, And the other thing is statistically, y'all just outnumber us. Like even when I went to college, Back in 2000, when did I graduate high school? Woo, my age. In 2003, one of the first things they said to me, you know what I'm saying, at Claflin University, they're like, you know, the ratio was like eight to one, eight women to every one man on campus. Like, it's it's been like that for years. Like, it's been like that. Um, Just, I don't know why black men don't gravitate, gravitate towards higher education, Um, but even, again, in the world of hypotheticals and extremes, even if every single black man went to college camp, went to college and every single black woman went, y'all would still outnumber us. It probably wouldn't be as high as a ratio, but y'all would still outnumber us. Um, that's just a statistical fact. Like even when I look at my own family, if you look at my family and I look at how many women are in my family and how many, like my cousin has three children, two girls and one boy finally got a boy at the end. Got another aunt has a daughter. My mom had me and my brother, Got another aunt, had two boys, got lucky, had another aunt, had a boy and a girl. And then when you start bumping down to the other children, it's mostly girls. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, But I, I, I really liked that a woman came out and said this because you're right. If you're the type of person where I'm want to focus on my education and my career and I'm not thinking about marriage because that's a very scary thing because the world is a different place. People out here crazy, scamming people, ripping people off. You just had a stalker boyfriend. So mm-hmm. I can understand how scary that could be right out of college. Like me, I was looking for that in college. Like one of my mom's closest friends told me two gave me two pieces of advice that I carry with me to this day. He's like, one, don't try to have sex with every girl you meet at, on campus. He was like, women will be some of the best friends you ever have. And some of my best friends are women. Most of my closest friends are women. Outside of my line brothers and Carl Van, shout out to Pastor P's app. I'll be damned. Most of my closest friends are women. That's why we have the relationship that we have. That's why I can get along with you. I know how to be friends with a woman without coming on to them or, you know, being creepy and all that stuff. Like, you're a person just like I'm a person. You're just a different gender. Um, And he said, if you can find your wife in college, find your wife. Because you at least know 
that she has some type of get up and go, some type of drive about her to at least go to school and finish. Like that says something about a person. Is it does it make them the perfect person? No, but it says something about them. So he was like, "That's a certain pool of people that you want to be in." I went for it. My relationships just didn't work out, but I do find it interesting that she said men's stock go up when they get older and women's tend to go down and it's weird because when i think about high school and how so many young and even in college a lot of girls dated older men they wanted older men because the older men were established they had money they were more mature yada 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 so on so forth i found that interesting now that i'm an older man I found some of those same opportunities and options. Women my age and women younger than me, much younger than me, coming on to me, yada, 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 that I didn't have when I was younger. So I'm like, okay, there may be some credence to that. The other thing that's disheartening and sad is that, you know, y'all are born with the eggs that y'all have. And if a man wants children, you're going to want to do that sooner rather than later just because of the health risk, just because of the probability, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And the nasty thing about this whole dating world is how we equate value, right? Like yeah. nobody talks about the intrinsic stuff like, you know, will this person treat me well? <laughs> will this person love me? Is this person supportive? It's how many eggs you got, woman? And nigga, how much money you make? Like that's <laughs> like that's literally it's transactional. It's tra- like, yes. It. <laughs> it's transactional, man. Um but I found it interesting she said that and I, you know, I commented on it and I said, at the end of the day, make whatever choices that you want, but be able to live with what comes along with those choices. You know what I'm saying? Like I pursued relationships, they didn't work. That put me in a certain position and place in life to where I feel like I'm playing catch up in certain aspects of my life. Whereas I had friends who got married straight out of college and stuff like that. And they looking at me like, bro, you are so lucky, man. Like I spent my 20s and early 30s and probably my early 40s raising kids. Like I couldn't do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like what? You get to get off work and take a nap? I wish. Like so whatever choice you make, you going to get something and you're going to have to give something up either way. But I just found that that was, an, that was very interesting that Ebony K. Williams said that, um, particularly just because of some of her viewpoints and stuff like that. But again, for me, the key word was if that is what you want, do both because you can do both. Um, and vet these people, ladies, men, vet these people. And I think to your point, Erica, the onus on women, right? Kevin Samuel said this too. And some people agree, some people d- disagree. Women, no, you know what? Ooh, actually, it really is to your point. I could be misquoting him, but I think he said women control the gateway to sex. Men control the gateway to relationships. I think he said that. He might have said it vice versa. But we do hold those different things. Like There tends to be a deciding factor of when we go to that next level. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Who is the onus and responsibility really on? I think it's, for me, it's it's the individuals. You know, if you say this is what you want, then for me, I go after it. Like, I throw these 
these roles and it's supposed to go this way and it should look like this and I want it to be like this. Like some people are really out here waiting on their fantasy to come true. And it's like, just because you don't want to look a certain way or because you want this to happen a certain way, do not propose to me though. Do not. Uh, <laughs> you won't step outside of your comfort zone to go get what you want. But the fun, when it comes to relationships, right? But in life, we go after everything we want. Everybody. We are willing to do whatever it takes to get what we want. But when it comes to relationships, we take all that get up and go and aggressiveness and energy and we're like, nope. You got to do it like this. Or nope, she got to do it like this. And it's like, why don't we keep the same energy? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But you made some good points there. Mm. I, it's like thoughts that... It's not even thoughts. It's just like stuff that you hear growing up all the time from like older people in like the community and the family and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you just get kind of like tired because it's like... Okay, yeah, it's clear that you want me to hurry up, give me a. We're the grandbabies, yeah. Yeah, same thing, same. Pop out babies, but then I'm also like, I could always freeze my eggs if I wanted to. Never said that I had to have babies like right here and right now. Mm-hmm. And just like, you just, uh, even like Sophia Vergara, I, she's not black. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she fine she, though. Good. Yeah, and, and yeah, and she froze her eggs and stuff like yeah. that because she knew that it's like if it ever came to a point where she did want kids down the line, she could secure it that way. I feel like things are so much different now than how it was like years ago, where we have that type of technology and things like that. So yeah. it's like I don't think like rushing into that, and also because. You might rush into a relationship and a marriage like that just to maybe it not work out. And then you're back to square one again. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and that, that that's the thing, too. Right. Like people got to understand, regardless of your age, like every relationship is a risk. Like none of my yeah. relationships have worked out. And let me tell you all. Well, minus the two that cheated. I mean, that was automatic deal breakers for me. The other two were just like communication and it just didn't work. Nobody was beefing. Nobody slapped nobody. Nobody punched nobody. Nobody (laughs) cheated on nobody. Nobody truly did anything egregious. We just said, well, one one of the scenarios I said, I think it's not best for us right now. And then the other one I got broken up with because of who I was at the time. But again, nothing crazy happened. Like, I don't have beef with none of my exes. Like, I can call any of them on the phone and have a conversation right now. And I don't have nothing nasty to say about none of them. But sometimes it just don't work. Sometimes you just realize you're not the person for me. So I think that's the other thing some people really have to realize. And really take the time to get to know people. Like, so many people are looking for these aspects up front and it's like well what about the back end and a lot of people have a lot of things up front but it's like do they know how to handle it do they know how to manage it just because i have this does this mean you will have access to it anytime soon does it mean i'm going to use any of these resources for you um and like some people just i just think need to really sit think and evaluate what's truly important to them and just be honest be honest. Yeah. Like, if you want to do with money, just say, I want to do with a lot of money. If you want a woman with big old booty and money, then say, I want a woman with a big old booty and money. Like, let's just start being one thou wow honest and real so we can get out of each other's way. I think that's part of the issue. So many people faking flies just to get something temporarily. 
But then yeah. you mad years later. And it's like, no, just if you put out there what you truly want, the people who got that, who are interested in you, they're going to come. They're going to come. Like, eliminate the guessing. I hate the guessing game and trying to figure you out. Like, just be honest. Like, I've talked to a woman before and I ain't make enough money for her. She didn't have to say it. Like, we had conversations. I knew it. And we still cool. And I wasn't mad. I was thankful that I ain't have to waste my time on no dates. Like, it's clearly I ain't got enough money already. So <laughs> don't make don't try to make me the food guy. And I will I respected it because I'm like, all right, cool. I don't I don't fit that. I'm not offended. I don't fit that. But she didn't try to bullshit me or stroke my ego or just, well, he ain't got what I want and I know I want to be with him, but let me go ahead and get these dinners. Like that kind of stuff, man. It sours people and that that's where those that's where those negative things come between men and women too, man. So Yes. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. You have very interesting perspective, and I, I can see why you feel the way that you feel. Um, Ebony K definitely yeah. shook the internet up. Uh, I believe that was today. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't need yeah. for her to say anything else this week. But, ladies, honestly, I, I do agree to a point. Like, don't feel like you can't. That's such a pressure. No, no, what I'm saying is this. Don't feel like you can't do both. Like, I think too many people, and again, you got to have the conversation because it's something I didn't do when I was younger and the times I needed to do them. Have the conversation. Look, I love you. I like you. I want to be with you. But I'm going to get, I'm going, this is the path that I'm on. What path are you on? All right, how can we actually make this work? How can I get what I want you get what you want and we still be together. Like, that's the work part. Yes, it's easier when you don't have to worry about the other person. But again, the time goes by and time is a factor. Um, so, but I, I like the fact that she said you can do both. Like, you don't have to pick one or the other. Some people pick one. Some women go get that bachelor's degree, got their man. I ain't doing nothing else. I know a lot of them. I was a teacher. They get, they come to work. And every other year, they're popping out a baby. I was mm-hmm. partners with them. I know. <laughs> and and don't, before you know it, they walking into school and the PTA meetings and they walking in with the three little kids behind them and their husband goes out and whatever. Like, I see, I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? But again, be ready to pull it, put in the work, y'all, which, whatever your choice is, whatever, whether it's straight out of college, whether it's five years, 10 years. If that's what you want, and if you don't want to be married and you just want to date or you just want to have sex or you want to be in a polyamorous relationship or you want to be with a man, woman, gopher, whatever you choose, because it's all kind of stuff, not gophers, but it's all kind of stuff going on out here, man. So just do what you want to do. But again, look yourself in the mirror and say, am I prepared to take on what comes along with the choices that I make? It's not easy. I'm doing that now. I'm choosing not to date. I'm trying to get some stuff together. I'm saving for a house. It's looking really good. So I'm not dating. Mm-mm. Can't aff- I really can't afford to date right now. Can't afford to date. Can't entertain a woman right now. I want to. I do want to get out and have some fun. But I'm like, yo, you need- I want to get these things done first. So I get like that ambition, that goal. Like, Let me get this first then. But I know that's going to cost me time. I know that's going to cost me a year, year and a half, maybe two years, but I'm willing to accept the trade-off or I'm not going to complain about it later. I'm not going to talk trash about women 
two years from now when I know that I chose to do this thing and this is what it cost me. That's what I think people don't really talk about, but that's just me, me and my old head self. You just nodding. Because I, I agreed with your sayings and everything and just that like everybody's on their own individual journey yep. and you will meet the person for you at the right time and that's just it or if you don't believe that my fault but <laughs> usually that's that's what you want to keep in mind that it may not be right now or maybe it is right now but you know it'll happen eventually it's just you're probably not at the exact space where you are meeting that person and you guys can meet each other like right on the same page mm -hmm. and that's not even to say that you won't have ups and downs in relationships and things like that but you everyone meets their person on the right timeline yeah and i mean if it's gonna happen it'll happen i'm one of those people if, if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i can yeah. only control what i can control exactly so y'all go out there and be happy okay we love everybody where's my round of applause we love y'all. Don't don't let these rich and famous people tell you what to do with your life and what you should do. Make make the best decisions Please for don't. you. Um, we gon we gon we gon we gonna talk about our next topic. <laughs> ah, it's so funny! It's so funny. Mind your own business, yo. Times in life where minding your business has served you well. Shout out to Kiki Palmer. I'm oh. going to go buy all of her content. I'm going to go look at everything she ever did because she is a treasure. I feel like she listens to this podcast, even though she probably doesn't. <laughs> so I don't know. Did you see the clip when she was on a talk show and they asked her about her relationship? Mm -hmm. And because <laughs> I thought about it just now, as you said it, and everybody on the Internet that got involved with the whole beef with her and her baby daddy and said, this is why I should have minded my own business. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, I forgot which show she was on, but they asked her if she was still with her boyfriend and she said, I'm going to take a page. Oh, dang. Whose book did she say? She said, I'm going to take a page out of somebody's book. And she said, I'm going to ask y'all to mind y'all business. <laughs> I think it was Beyonce. Yes. It was Beyonce. Yeah. I laughed so hard. Again, we talked about this last week. So many people had so many things to say when he came out, said what he said on the internet about her dancing up on Usher with her booty see-through dress and saying you're a mother. And then he was a contradiction because he was on the internet and his draws on his Instagram. People was all up in the Kool-Aid. Ain't know the flavor. That's old. They say that growing up. Um, y'all don't even drink Kool-Aid no more, do y'all? You said that? Yeah, but I know that saying, yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Me and Erica found some more common ground. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm talking about I used to say that like back in like 94. Like that's how old yeah. that is. Okay. I didn't know because I don't even drink Kool-Aid no more. It's nothing but sugar with different colors. Uh, <laughs> I used to like the like twist off ones. Oh yeah. Those I used to good. love those. I used to act like the top was like a spaceship because my imagination. But y'all. Yeah. And then uh, Kiki Palmer had the video with Usher and people was like, oh, that's what he get. Karma, blah, blah, blah. Then they popped up together and y'all was mad. Why are you with him? Blah, blah, blah. I blew my life up copying you, Kiki. <laughs> and then when she got asked about her relationship, the question y'all 
actually wanted the answer to the most. She told y'all to kiss her ass. Boy, I laughed so hard. She took all of her power back. And that is what I said last week, talking with Erica. These people are entertainers. They're not dumb. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but guess what? Kiki Palmer's stock went way up and she rode that wave until the very end and she cut y'all off. Bloop, gone. Bloop, gone. She not dumb. Y'all thought she was going to feed into it, didn't you? <laughs> but that is my first time where minding my business. And again, why on this podcast, I typically report stuff a week after it happens because I like all the details. Because people jump out the window, then next week you got to backtrack. I ain't trying to backtrack every week, but I digress. Erica, do you have a time where you minding your own business served you well? Uh, I don't think it was ever to that extent where I was like in someone's like in someone's relationship or anything like that. I like to mind my business when I'm out in public. Especially yeah. if an argument is going on mm-hmm. or anything like that. I mean, that happened uh, a couple of years ago. I took my dad to Waffle House when he visited me at school. And you know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the daughters that take their dads out to eat. You paid? Oh, no, I was a college student at the time. Where's my... Oh. That's the wrong... That... That was the wrong sound effect. Oh, I don't have the womp womp anymore. Dang. Go ahead. Yeah. So you didn't so, take him out? No, he came to visit me. So, so you lied just now? Yeah. But that wasn't a lie. I mean, I I'll took be him. Damned. I took him there, but you he drove? didn't pay. You drove? No. So I, I, I told him where the directions were to the Waffle House. I'll be so damned. I'll be damned. What? So I took him there yo that i'm gonna stop you this is why men and women have problems (laughs) (laughs) you that is a that is the definition of communication issues i took him there and i appreciate you for being honest though sorry yeah i appreciate you for being honest and saying you didn't pay because some people would lie but go ahead (laughs) no i'll never pay i'll be damned my dad I'll never pay if I'm out with my dad. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. A few times, yes, but usually no. Like I paid uh, last week. I took him over to Crumble Cookie. Yeah, I mean, you pay for something. I mean, yeah, I usually I do pay for stuff now because I have a job. But back then I didn't. So I was like, "Eh." I get it. You was a broke college student like everybody else. So, Mm. yeah, that makes sense. In the dorms, you know, eating oatmeal and stuff. So I took him to Waffle House and the couple behind us got into like this argument. And we were just sitting there. I said, of course, his first time here, he ain't never coming back. He's never visiting the streets of Richmond again. And got into an argument. Everybody's looking and everything like that. And she storms out. Leaves him to pay the bill, everything like that. And then come to find out, they were both doing it just so that they could both walk out and get, like, breakfast for free. So, <laughs> that's me minding my business. <laughs> Wait, how'd you know that's what the, that was the end game? 
Because they acted like it was an argument. And then when me and my dad left, they were walking perfectly fine hand in hand. I was like, look at that. <laughs> That's the new scam. Here will, here will, here will. So I was like, everybody was all involved, all up in it. And I'm like, that's why you just, just you just don't even look at anything because see what happens. They they did I was like, I bet they do this at IHOP too. If they did this at Waffle House, they're gonna do it at IHOP. So you just you just mind your business. <sighs> I I was about to make a joke about the difference between IHOP and Waffle House, but I'm not. <laughs> That's funny, yo. I, I I have the biggest one for me though, honestly, is in college. I really minded my business a lot. And I learned something very valuable about myself that is still applicable today. Don't know what I do. Well, sort of. Even with this podcast, right? One of the gifts I have is I can get people to open up without trying, without prying. And not that I even want the information. People just get comfortable around me. And in college, I had a lot of information on a lot of people that I did not ask for at all. Didn't want to know. Like it got to a point where I was like, I like I tell people now I don't want to know. When people, you know how people give you something, yo, let me highlight you for a minute. Yo, guess what happened? I don't want to know. I, my no. mom tried that the other day. Let me tell you what happened. I said, I don't want to know. Don't even want the energy over here. I, I, I don't want it. Don't want to know. One of the things I did in college was definitely mind my business because there was a lot of rumors, small campus, mm-hmm. a lot of rumors. Everybody knew everybody. I was in a fraternity, so bigger spotlight because one, you in a fraternity, two, our numbers were small. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when they say the Kappas, okay, we're talking about eight people. Which one of y'all? Like, <laughs> it wasn't like we're, it ain't like now with these big old lines, right? But it, it served me well in the future because even people I haven't talked to in years, they remember me from back then, though I've grown and I'm different and I'm better. They remember that I was cool, I was respectful, I was kind, and I kept to myself, really. Like, I had my f- crew that I hung out with, but I really kept to myself. I don't have a bad reputation because of that. And that helps me today because those are the business professionals that I know now. Those are the doctors, the lawyers, the brokers, the whatever field you name. There's probably nobody I could hit up and ask for a favor that would be like, nah, I can't deal with you like that. Or that would be like, eh, I don't know about you. That served me very well, man. Because when you nosy, people know that you nosy. And when you're in people's business and spreading their business, people know you for that person. And it's cool for a while. It's entertaining for a while. But when you get older, like that is the last thing you want because the more people know your business the more assumptions they make about you and the more problems you typically have so i'm very thankful excuse me that i was able to gain the knowledge um and the friendships and the connections i have just from minding my own business man like when you are seen as trustworthy people will give you the keys to the kingdom don't wreck the house though and lock up when you leave okay don't put the key under the mat. Put it inside the imitation rock and put it amongst the other rocks so people can't find it. Okay? That's because <laughs> some people get the keys to the kingdom and mess up the house or they leave the door unlocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure you can handle what, what, what comes along with it. That's why sometimes I tell people, I don't want to know. 
Guess what I did last night? I don't want to know. Guess who came over? I don't want to know. I don't want to be the nosy person. I need to mind my business. You messing with my relationships. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just giving you some valuable advice. You're going to be going through this. I, I mind my business. I'm like, mm, don't tell me. Don't tell me. You can talk about it in front of other people. Go ahead. I may listen in, but that's about it. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> Yo, can you really ever trust anybody, yo? Like, I've told, I probably told my my frat brothers and probably girlfriends some of the, like, most deepest, craziest stuff about me. Like, you're like your significant other be knowing some stuff. And yeah. it's like, yo, I wonder if they'll ever tell anybody. Yeah, that that's the thought that keeps me up at night. Uh-huh. What? What's something you're worried about getting out, Erica? Open up to the entire uh, audience of my experience podcast. Like, nothing, but sometimes I just be talking, and I'm just, like, talking, and I'm, like, any point, and it's not like I'm saying anything, like, offensive or anything like that. I'm just, like, at any point, they could always be, like, you remember when she said something real dumb? And then just crack it <laughs> up. And that's the thought that keeps me up at night while I'm in my bed. I'm just, like, they think I'm stupid? I was like, they think that they're going to get one over on me. So, yeah. But I definitely I definitely do trust my friends. And only because we have so much years built into it yeah. at this point. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, we're like 10 years in. It's mutual like, destruction at that point. Yeah. yeah. I was like, if you air me out, I'm airing you out. Right. Because we know each other at this point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but... I think they're, like, the only people that I have been, like, so fully open with. They know my deepest, darkest secrets, all of my evil little plans when I want to become a villain. Like, they know everything, basically. And they're the people that I trust. And they're they're basically the only people I will mind their business. I will. <laughs> only because they mind mine and it's to look out for each other. But that's yeah. only with what they share. But they're the only people that I will. Anyone else? No. Mm -mm. I don't want to know why you got the gout. I don't know why you have this special mole on your back. I don't want to know what's going on with your kids and everything like that that happened on the weekend. Why y'all were in urgent care. I don't want to know. Dang, you really don't care. Like, that's like actual care. Like, caring. Like, Well, when they tell me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You be faking it? I feel better. I don't fake it. Like, I do feel like I hope your kid feels better, but I don't want to know. Ladies and gentlemen, Erica is insensitive. I'll be damned. Hey, I can't fake the funk sometimes. Wow, I can't either. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, yeah, especially if you talk about your kids all the time. I don't really have any friends that talk about their kids all the time now that I think uh, about it. These are co workers, not friends acquaintances oh co-workers yeah 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 <laughs> i can't talk about co-workers because i love my new job <laughs> Crickets. and they know i have a podcast um <laughs> yeah and my face is on it so it's not like they don't know who i am can't hide anymore I could blend in when I had like the crowd logo. I could probably blend in. Maybe it was me. Not enough details. This one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I, I get yeah with with acquaintances because that stuff gets heavy, man. Like when people keep laying their burdens upon you and yeah you dropping all that stuff that stuff gets heavy man especially when they want like <laughs> a connection and a response like but for some people if they're genuine and they're cool and it just flows and it's even like you ain't gotta always be the one dropping your stuff on me like i can drop some stuff on you cool mm-hmm. um but yeah i i definitely would have to 1000 percent agree with you on that for sure yeah <sighs> i had a co-worker do that to me couple of years ago and i was like girl i i'm only a kid i don't i can't i can't listen to all this. they're trying to impart knowledge on you that's why y'all don't want to get married right there because <laughs> they don't make it sound fun at all do they <laughs> that's the other thing who really makes marriage oh god i'm not attacking marriage y'all i promise y'all hold on but i just had a thought so like um who? Let me ask you this, and we're gonna get out of here, y'all. And we we back on this topic, but now I'm curious: Do you want to be married? I do. Okay, but very specific on the marriage. Oh, you have to be very specific sh- on it. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm because scared. it's it's so much. It's like you want to be married, yes, but you don't want to be. You basically don't want to be married and be a single mom. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Where you're married, but you're still basically acting as if you're a single mom or anything like that. Or you're taking on the responsibility of, like, operating as you're single because you're married, but they're, like, not helping. He's looking or at you like, you do all the kids I bring home. You don't want a traditional marriage. An old school, traditional, I go out the job, bring home the money. Homemaker, breadwinner? Yeah. No. Okay. Um... <laughs> And do you want children's? I do want children. What? Even though every once in a while I say, mm-mm, mm-mm, a cat is enough, but I do. You know, I'm 50-50 on that. I never thought I would say yeah. that. I'm 50-50 on it now at the age that I'm at now, um, honestly, because I want to know when I was younger, when I knew I could keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm looking at some of the things that I want to do and accomplish in life and it will be more difficult because the marriage you're describing is what I want. Like I want us to I want it to be balanced in a way that it works for us. Not equal, but yeah. balanced. Even if it tips on your side more sometimes or it tips on my side because I, I hate when people say equal. It's never equal. That's just a fact because anything can change that and at, at any given time. <clears throat> but some will be days. Yeah, there'll be days, yeah. but like, and I love kids. Like, I was a teacher for 10 years. Like, I love doing the homework and playing with them and listening to their little phrases and all that good stuff. Like, my nephew comes over here. When my nephew comes over, he spends 90% of the time in the room with me playing Xbox, laughing, joking, playing. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Like, my wife is probably actually going to be jealous of the relationship I'm going to have with my kids. But um, when I think about marriage and what, you know, because another attack on marriage, we ain't going to go there. But people talk about <laughs> it's not worth it or whatever, or it's not worth it for men and all this stuff. But, you know, it's funny how people talk about marriage and relationships. But what there's nobody out there showing as much anyway, examples of like the beauty of marriage and why it's wonderful. And I see it a lot because a lot of my college classmates are married and I see them with their family, playing with their kids, hanging out with their wife. And the peace of having the man or woman, I'll speak from my perspective, having the woman you want, 
you love. Y'all doing all the freaky, nasty things. She gets you. Y'all can have these doofy conversations. She's picking the blackheads out the back. You scratching her head with the rat tooth comb. The kids sitting on the couch eating popcorn. Y'all have your own world and nobody's bothering you with any dumbass and drama. And y'all are handling problems together. And when you sick, she taking care of you. When she's sick, you taking care of her. When the kid got a booger nose, y'all argue over who gonna pick him up from school. Like... Having that bubble of a life, building it with someone and you are not alone and you get to have those precious moments and build a legacy and watch them grow and go out into the world and you and your wife continue to do life together. That is the beauty of that for me. That's that's how I see it. That's what I would like. And that's what I want that. And I think for me, marriage is another level of commitment because some people will argue well, you don't need marriage. You can do that without marriage. Yeah, you can, but without the marriage part, it just doesn't, the commitment don't feel the same. It don't look the same. Like, And I believe in God, so I want that too. So a lot of people just try to flim flam escape that, but I, that, to me, that's the benefit, you know? Um, and that's what I really want. I want that. What do you want, Erica? I agree. I definitely want something along that line of, yes, also just someone that's there with you that's changing, growing as you're growing. Got to. It's give and take on certain days. That's why 50-50, it's just not going to work. Some days you're just going to be off and you're going to only be able to do 20 and they're going to have to do the 80. And one day you'll have to do the 80 and they'll have to do the 20. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just give or take on some days. But the partnership, the best friend, essentially, that's a best friend for life. That you guys know that through thick and thin, no matter what, we have each other at the end of the day. We're going to get through this. We're going to celebrate life together. We're going to experience life together, travel, everything like that. So definitely would love to have that. I'm not rushing it, but yeah, especially kids. Like I go back and forth on it where I'm like, oh, do you really want kids, girl? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it'd be nice. And then I sit there and look at my cat and I'm like, she's already enough. But <laughs> you definitely want to have kids too. I'll be down. <laughs> I'll be down. Yeah. Kids are a lot, man. It's a lot to They're think a about. Lot. And I. The the thing is, I hate to say this, but we're humans. You don't know, like kids cause a change in relationship for sure. Yes. Um, and you don't know if your partner is really going to step up. Like, I would love to think, and I'm not going to exclude myself. I would love to think that I would and that I am, and I'm going to speak into existence that I would and that I will, because I know the effects of when that is not happening. Because, mm-hmm. right, I, I grew up in a home where parents were separated and divorced and not a lot of time was spent with me. And I saw, I remember how I was in school. It was bad. Fall asleep in class, all kind of stuff. And as a teacher for 10 years, I could see a clear difference between the kids who had a good home life, with a good balance, with active parents who would come to school and do stuff and email me and talk to me and laugh and joke, and the ones who didn't. Mm-hmm. Huge, like world of difference those other kids were so much more happier and their lives weren't perfect but they were so much more happier because they had that balance but you can't there's no guarantee you're gonna get that with your partner like even when it's just y'all two it might be yeah. great but that baby come 
Cause see, I'm a morning person too. So like, I would balance the hell out of that. Cause I ain't never had a woman that's been a morning person. All my girlfriends will sleep like Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, hold up. I gotta open the curtain to make sure you ain't about to burn up in here, yo. But like, just my natural, the way that I am naturally, I think would fit. But yeah, you do want that balance because one of the things about me, which I found out, y'all tell me if you're a doctor out there, migraines are hereditary is what a doctor told me once. I get migraines sometimes. Like, it'll be like in the middle of the workday. And when I come home, I, I shut down. Like, I do what I can, get some food in me, take a shower, but like, I can't function. Like, everything irritates my head. So it's like, on those type of days, like you said, yo, I need you to do the 80. I might need you to do the 90. Mm-hmm. And I want to know that I have someone that understands and that can do that. And if that happens twice a week, you cool with it. Just that balance thing, man. That's, I think that's what... I think that's part of what I'm contemplating. I'm like, I'm willing to do it, but man, these, these old bones, yo. <laughs> it's getting there, Erica. I ain't gonna lie. You laughing? Definitely. Left my it, old bones? I'm not. Hey. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah. You know what? Sciatic nerve. Remember that. Oh yeah, I know about the sciatica. You should know. You shouldn't know about that yet. I know it's not me. Oh, it's, like, <laughs> the distinction. It's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's me. My yoga ball is over there. Stretch every morning faithfully. You won't trick me today, sciatic nerve. Gotta do some yoga. Don't get me started. Mm-hmm. These old people stuff. I, I got nothing else, man. You got anything else, Erica? Would you like to speak on with these topics? I got nothing else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. You're going to give your message to the Black Brothers. Here we go. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> So we got put Erica on the spot. I was like, yo, you're going to give the message to the black brothers this week. And she said, I don't know what to say to them. What do I'm going to say? Right on, my brother. <laughs> this week's not going to be any better. I'm oh. so sorry, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh I laughed so hard. I've given myself an headache. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, okay. Oh, let me sip my beverage. Erica's uh, uh, segment will be coming in two weeks, by the way. Uh, we, we're going to have a guest next week. Uh, but Erica will have her segment the week after that. Because this is my segment. I, I wanted to dedicate some time to the Black Brothers to give us some words of encouragement and positivity. Just because I feel like there needs to be more balance of that, right? <laughs> so, brothers, man, based on the topics of today, you know, talking about women looking for husbands and really not saying, F it, I'm going to go do me, I'm going to find me a good man, and minding your business, right? I know, 
and this is me minding my business, but information coming to me. I know some brothers out there with some regrets when it comes to women. They saw the woman that they wanted and the woman that they loved marry somebody else. And it bothers them to this day. To this day. And I'm 40. <clears throat> basically. Um, and they could have had them. Or they had them at one point in time. But didn't do right. Weren't honest with themselves. Didn't make a clean break. So they ruined that relationship and never had a chance at it again. So I want to challenge you, man. Look yourself in the mirror. Look yourself in the eye. Say, what do I really want? Who do I really want? Who do I really want it with? And if you get that woman and she's showing you everything that you want in a woman and she's proving herself to you, right? Even if you ain't ready or even if you don't want her, be honest about it. Or, well, not or. Be honest about it and prepare yourself to do the work. There may be some things you need to get past and some things you need to get over. Speaking about myself here, had to do that. Had to get past some things, had to get over some things, right? Had to balance myself and say, okay, single Rob is very different from relationship Rob, but relationship Rob, he's cool, he's good, but he needs to do some some tweaking of some stuff that he could be doing better to help strengthen the relationship. We got to be real with ourselves. Like, Women aren't out here angry, talking trash about black men for no reason. That is based on experiences. Just like we do the same thing, right? But are you one of those bad experiences? And if you were, are you going to continue to do that? Would you want someone to do that to your sister, your daughter, your mama? And brothers, please, man, let's stop perpetuating beef and drama and really just... Mind our business, man. Like, leave some of these people alone. I'm seeing too many, far too many, young black men dying over the dumbest stuff. The dumbest stuff. And there are these outlets doing these interviews and promoting drama and beef. And these young, 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 especially rappers, young guys, man, not even 25, seeing more money than probably anybody in their, ever, in their family has ever even seen. Gone. Because people won't mind their business. Leave the drama alone. Stay out the drama. It's not sexy. It's not glamorous. It leads to problems and death. That's it, man. That's all I got for y'all. Sorry. I apologize. That's all we got for y'all. <laughs> man, look. We love y'all. This is, this is fun. We love promoting positivity. We love giving you these perspectives. We love giving you these thoughts. And we love giving you think pieces we want y'all to think we don't just want this to be mindless fun there's nothing wrong with mindless fun we do some of that too right but we want y'all to really think about these things we want to have a positive impact on your life and we want to tackle some real topics and some real issues on this show and that's what we definitely are going to do we have some great stuff coming up for y'all man um i'm putting together a panel interview so erica will be joined by some other lovely ladies that i know and we're gonna let them get get some stuff off their chest you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna do the same thing with the fellas we're gonna have more interviews and in the words of erica yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it i know you were gonna say it so until next time ladies and gentlemen take care of yourselves physically mentally what did i say oh physically mentally and financially we'll catch y'all next time peace out my drop.